Welcome back, Student at the Game Podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. All right, so on today's episode, we're going to talk about the horror film, the slasher film called Your Next. All right, the film came out, well, well, I thought I saw the film, me and my wife saw the film in like 2013 at the movie theater, but um, when I Googled it, it, the movie actually came out in 2011, so... I'm gonna have to double check the release on that, but anyways, um, the movie um is directed and edited by Adam Wingard and written written by Simon Barrett and starring Shawnee Vincent, Nicholas Tucci, Wendy Glenn, A.J. Bowen, Joe Swanberg, Barbara Crampton, and Rob Moran. All right, so pretty much the um the movie is pretty much is about all right. You have a it's four siblings three boys and a girl you know and the mom and dad they're they're older they're grown-ups okay um they're they're in a strange family and they come together at like their family mansion you know i'm not sure where it takes place but it's it's in a secluded area and um you know it's about you think the movie is about them coming together and joining as a family each of them bringing their spouses or girlfriend or boyfriend and stuff and this is the girlfriends and boyfriends first time meeting the family and stuff like that and they come together and then they are terrorized by some assailants that's out to kill them for some reason okay but um this movie here you know man like you know you can find a lot of lifelong lessons in horror movies, you know, and in this movie here, like, let me tell you something, like, I really think that it's very important that, you know, whenever you're getting into any kind of relationship, especially where it's a relationship where you're going to end up having to have some form of relationship with family or close friends, you need to ask your spouse, your boyfriend, a girlfriend, your husband, or wife. You need to ask them the tough questions. You know, like is nothing wrong. You like you need to ask them. Hey, man, is there is there somebody that's close to you that I'm gonna have to worry about? Like whether or not if they're gonna come after me and stuff like that, or anybody in my family. You know, you know those are serious questions. A lot of people may think like, well, man, that's that's too personal well here's the thing when you're in any relationship you know it's going to be personal and especially when you become married you know two becomes one so it's pretty much is like who you hang out with is gonna is gonna affect me and vice versa you know and in this movie here like let me tell you man um you know there's a scene in the movie man it's a young man named Tyreek right He's the boyfriend of, let me see, the daughter name is Amy, okay? You know, he thought he was going to a nice dinner, meet and greet with his girlfriend's family, right? Then he gets shot with an arrow just looking out the window. Just looking out the window. It wasn't like it's a situation where he walked in between a battle between Green Arrow and Hawkeye and Katniss Everdeen. You know, no, he was just looking outside the window because he thought he saw something. And I've been there and done that before. We all been there, done that where it looks like we saw something outside. And what do you do? You look outside the window and bam, an arrow comes, shoots him. That's the end of him. He had whatever's going on. He had nothing to do with the beef or anything like that. 
you know so that's I'm like man that is messed up and you know I, I'm pretty sure I, I got a I got a feeling in my bones that he probably didn't even want to go to this anyway because when you look at it not only I mean it's a secluded area but it looks like a place where you're not going to get any kind of cell phone signal you know you're not going to get satellite internet over there. And the thing about it is this, you know, don't go to places where, you know, if you need the hospital to be there quick or if you need the police to be there quick, don't go to a place where they won't be able to get to you quick or you won't even be able to contact them. You know, unless you have. You know, unless you're a medic yourself or somebody you're hanging out with is a medic or, you know, they know how to, you know, they know how to protect and serve and stuff like that, you know, but 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 that part, you know, with Tariq, I, I know I'm supposed to be talking about the whole plot of the movie, but I told you the plot of the movie It's more of like a home invasion type movie an over exaggerated version of it. But you got to get to know you your wife's people, your husband's people, your boyfriend's people, your girlfriend's people. You know what? I'm not going to even say wife and husband because you need to get to know the people, be get to know your boyfriend and girlfriend's people before you walk down that aisle, before you go to that courthouse, before you go to go to a, a little chapel in Vegas, okay? Whatever type of ceremony you do, you need to get to know them first. That is very important. You know, I'm not saying you need to know all their secrets, but well, some secrets you might need to know. You might need to disclose that person of some of your family secrets if it's going to affect him or her in a negative way. Well, if it's going to affect them anyway, because I got to take out the negative connotation on it because. What you think is positive may be negative to the other person. So don't be the judge of it's going to be negative or positive. So what you need to do is, you know, whoever you, that you're dating and stuff. And if it's to the point where it's serious, where they're going to be at your, at your people's house and all that stuff, you know, you need to let them know what goes on. So that way, him or her, that person, they can decide, okay. He or she has told me, they laid it out there out for me. They say, all right, they got this type of people in their family, you know, like, like, you know, let's take something simple like, okay, um, let's see, let's see, hmm. All right, okay, let's, let's say it's, um, let's, let's take basketball, right? Let's say, let's say dad is a Celtics fan, right? I don't know why, but. Let's say he's a Celtics fan. And let's say the guy you're dating, okay, or the girl you're dating is a Lakers fan. I don't know why. Okay. But anyways, you need to let dad know and you need to let your boyfriend or girlfriend know. You know, you don't want it to be some surprise because, see, Celtics and Lakers, that's a rival. That is a big rival. Yes, that is a rivalry. And I'm not saying the dad is going to hate the boyfriend or girlfriend because of that. And you know, what? I'm sorry for being sexist right there. I'm not saying the mom or dad because the mom might be a Celtics fan herself. Dad might not even like basketball. OK, so whichever parent is the Celtics fan and you bring the boyfriend or girlfriend, that's a Laker fan. 
that that might cause a beef right there. But see, here's the thing. That's more of a beef where it's going to be arguments and stuff, you know, and you could take them to a Celtics and Lakers game and they can iron that stuff out, whatever, you know. But see, in your next, I mean, there was a family beef going on that brother Tyreek had no idea what was going on. He, had, he, he didn't see that coming. And I feel sorry for him. You know, check this out. Here's another part of the movie. I'm going to come back to that part because I have no choice but to because it's so big. All right. Let's see. So the husband and the wife, the mom and the dad, they're, el- they're elderly or whatever and stuff. So they get to the house first. All right. The wife hear, heard footsteps. Now, you know what? She didn't hear footsteps. She heard some stomping. You know, you know, our kids, you know, I hear, you know, it, it, when I'm downstairs, when me and my wife are downstairs, I, I hear, we hear our kids tiptoe. Their tiptoeing sounds like they are just stomping. Boom, boom. Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman, you know, or, you know, it's like if, if you ever watch. Yeah, well, everybody's seen Jurassic Park. And if you haven't, sorry, spoilers. You know, the movie's almost 30 years old. Like, whenever you hear the T-Rex steps and you see the water whew, vibrating in the cup, in the glass or whatever. Yeah, that's how it is when my kids tiptoe upstairs. And the mom, I trust that the mom knows how, knows how, um, you know, how stump, how stomping sounds upstairs. And she tells her husband, she says, there's someone up there. There's someone up there. He's looking at her like, there's nobody up there. Nobody's up there and stuff. Oh, right before that, though, check this out. They get to the house. The house is supposed to be locked. Hmm. But it's unlocked. I'm not going inside my house if my front door is unlocked and it's not supposed to be. Especially when, you know, that's just like if me and my family were coming home from, vac- from vacation. Oh, my front door is unlocked. Oh, 911. I'm not going in there. Whoever's in there, they can have the house right now. Let the authorities take take care of that. <laughs> because nobody had no business being in the house. So the husband says, Oh, well, you know what? It's probably the workers who came who was working on the house and they left the door open. Why would they leave the door open? If they did all that hard work on the house, why would they leave the door open and unlocked? So that way, that increased the probability of someone else coming in there and messing up the hard work that they did. I would have called the cops right there. You could call me a scary cat, but what you call a scary cat, I interpret as someone being prepared as someone who wants to live, you know. But this wouldn't be a horror movie if the actors, if the characters in the movie cared about living, right? Um, but the mom was right. And that's in those situations. You know, trust your instincts. And if you learn anything from watching the movie White Man Can't Jump, one of the best advice that Sidney Dean gave to Billy Hope was, listen to the woman. Gloria. Played by the the great Rosie Perez. Listen to the woman. You know, you can, you know, you can hear whatever it is I'm saying, but listen to the woman. Most of the times you can't go wrong. And here's the benefit of listening to the woman. If the woman is wrong, 
You can just say, hey, you remember when I listened to you? You was wrong. But in this situation, he should have listened to his wife. You know, so, but based on seeing this, like, I could tell that, see, some, you know, when you're married, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to be equally yoked on everything. You know, there's some things where you're going to be on the same page on and some things where it's like your wife eventually she'll catch up to you on something and and vice versa. Some things that eventually you'll catch on to what she's thinking and stuff, you know, but, you know, when it like I say, with me and my wife, we can we hear our kids tiptoeing. Boom, boom, boom. We both hear that. We know that sound. All right. And. The fact that the mom, she she recognized that sound, but the dad, he did not. That means that he was not, um, I'm, well, I'm not saying he wasn't in his kid's life because I'm pretty sure he was, I'm, I'm assuming. But as far as like watching the kids at home and stuff like that, either he was asleep or he probably just wasn't paying attention at all. Because yeah, remember, they have four kids, three boys and a girl, all right? So... Like, you're supposed to recognize that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was, because right after she heard it, next second, bam, he's right there in the room with her. So that means he had to have heard it. And if he didn't hear that, that means he needs a hearing aid. And there's nothing, there's no shame in wearing a hearing aid. But right there, you trust your wife's hearing. And guess what? And because he didn't trust his wife, one of the killers in the movie they were already they were already upstairs, and it goes show it showed you that um, he was actually in the, the killer was actually in the closet. But had they just listened to the wife, they would you know they could have sent the authorities there, come check it out. And then whoever the bad guys were, they probably would have called the whole thing off. Be like, man, it's hot over here. They got patrol over here, you know. So, but yeah, man, that that man, oh man, you gotta trust your instincts, people, you know. Um, but you know, um, the dad, he, he went upstairs to go check, but he didn't check every floor and, um, and he was about to check the closet. And then that's when his son came up there, you know, see me if number one, like I said, I would not have went back in that house, but if I would have went back in there and my son came up there, it's like, okay, you up here with me. You're my backup. Well, I'm your backup because I'm elderly. You're a young buck. Okay, so let's go investigate in this room right here. Let's go investigate. Your mom heard some thumping. Let's go. All right. And that's a very big house, too. Very, very big house. Like, very big. Very big, you know. Um, but this movie here, you know, the highlight of the movie you know, it's the character. Her name is Erin. And, man, she she kicked some serious butt in this movie, man. She kicked some serious butt, man. She was like Ripley from Aliens in this movie, man. I, I loved her character. You know, or she was like Alice in Resident Evil. Or Sid, more like Sidney Prescott. Yeah, Sidney Prescott in um, the Scream franchise. She was... And the thing about it is, nobody saw that coming. And I loved that. That was remarkable. You know, in this movie... um. You could tell, like, you could kind of tell, like, you know, who is, um, like, who is, um, that's what I'm looking for. You know how they say, like, whenever, especially when you're a family, you know, or you with close friends or teammates, you could tell who's who, like, when you're going through adverse situations. 
And in this movie, you could tell who was who up quick. You could spot it quickly. And it was one of those things when I watched this movie, you know, I'm like, man, it couldn't be that. It can't be that easy who I'm suspecting as who planned this, who's behind this. You know, maybe they're going to fool me, but that's who it was. Sometimes the easiest answer is the best answer is the correct answer. You know, like the brother Felix and his girlfriend, Z, like the whole look that he gives you. He has that. Felix, when you look at this guy, he looks like a younger version of, well, I'm not going to even say a younger version of William Defoe. He reminds you of William Defoe. And God bless his soul, William, God bless his heart, William Defoe in every movie he where he is the villain. You know he is the villain before he even utter a single word. You know, you know he is the villain. Even if you have not seen the trailer, you know, if it's a movie you haven't seen, you, you know he's the villain. Like with Spider-Man, like... Yeah, he's Green Goblin. Of course he's Green Goblin. Of course. He he just had he has that look. You know? Now every now I think Aquaman was the only movie where he was a good guy, but I was just waiting in the movie Aquaman for William Defoe to turn on poor Arthur Curry. I was waiting on him to turn and he did not. I did not trust him. I trusted I trusted Paul Anderson's character. I trusted his character as um, Aquaman's brother, who was evil. I trusted him more than I trusted William Defoe's character. And his character was designed to be a good guy, a mentor for Aquaman. I'm telling you, real talk. You know, um, but, but William Defoe is a brilliant actor, though. Brilliant actor. I love his work. I love his work, man. That dude there, man. But anyways, the guy who plays Felix, who's like the I can't even tell if he's the young if he's the younger brother or older brother. He acts like the young, immature brother or whatever, but he looks like the older brother. So that guy must have a, long, a rough life, his character in this movie. But yeah, you could tell is he's behind the whole thing. And he's not even good at being behind the whole thing as far as planning, you know? Like your mom just got hurt and you're not running trying to figure out who the hell hurt your mom. It's three boys. Now, one of the brothers, he couldn't do anything because he had an arrow in the back of his neck. So he he's laid out. But the other two, hey, man, somebody hurt your mom inside the house. So you're not going to run around that house to see if that person is still there. You know, they're over there consoling the dad and stuff. Dad going to be all right. Matter of fact, dad need to be getting up. Hey, man, who hurt? Who killed my wife? They're all at the, at, the, on the, at the on the stairs. That's why I'm like, wow, man, this is. And here's the thing. The dad worked for the KGB, but apparently he just worked for the marketing department. But even if you work for the marketing department, I mean, you had to learn some type of defensive skills or something, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But it's an imperfect movie. It's a lot of holes in the plot. You know, name me one horror movie that don't have holes in the plot. And guess what? Show it to me. I will find all the holes in it. Matter of fact, I will pour water on the movie, and guess what? All the holes will be exposed because the water will be coming out of it. You know, you ever watch like Tom and Jerry? <laughs> he thought the bullets missed him or whatever, and then when he drinks some water, it's just spraying out like a water fountain. Yeah, exactly. So I can find all the holes and stuff in a lot of horror movies. But, you know, it, it, had, it had some very entertaining moments. Like, I think it, as far as a slasher movie... You know, this movie here, it, it got the assignment right. You know, is it the best one? No, but it's good. Like, I've I seen this. It's one of those. This is one of those movies. Like, seriously, whenever um it's on t television, I'm flipping the channels. I, I watch it until it goes to commercial. And if it doesn't go to commercial, I'm going to watch it until 
I am interrupted. All right, but um, I, I like the movie. It's 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 a good watch if you like horror movies. You know, you don't watch horror movies looking for perfection. You you know, it's gonna because in order for the horror movie to continue, for it to be an actual movie and not just a five minute short film, you have to have imperfection and characters making the worst decisions possible. You know, you have to. You know, um, another scene on that the sister Amy like. You know, check this out. Like, not, not, and I'm not a sexist person here, but, you know, the thing about it is this, and, and here's the thing. Well, it got nothing to do with being sexist. I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I don't care if it's a situation, if it's all males inside that house and somebody outside shooting bow and arrows. I would shoot down the idea of somebody running out there thinking that they can outrun two people outside with bow and arrows. You know, I, I, I'm a sports fanatic. And what I've learned is that no matter how fast a person is, like in basketball, you can't outrun the ball. That's why you pass the ball around, you know. Um, you're not going to outrun a bow and arrow. I'm not sure how fast an arrow tra fat travels, but it travels a lot faster than human beings. And unless somebody in there, whether it's a sister, brother, mother, father, unless one of them is Usain Bolt, okay, you know, or um, man, what's the what what's the young lady, um, the sprinter for the U.S. Um, she wasn't able to run. Um, Sha Shakira Richardson, I believe that's her name. You know, or um, what's the young lady, Alex? Is it Allison Felix? Let's you her or anybody on the Jamaican men's or women track team. Let me tell you something. You know, um. I don't suggest you run out there. You stay in here. We fortified here. We let's let's secure the windows and doors. And another part, the lady Erin, when she went there, she said, "Let's go secure the windows and doors." Her boyfriend like, "What?" So that right there, that's an indication. You know he's in on it. Cause if you know people are trying to come in, like even the three little pigs knew to lock their doors and lock their windows. But the problem was that, you know, that's not how the wolf got in. The wolf blew down the house until they went to their older brother house with the brick. You know, so. But yeah, but anyways, the sister Amy, you know, they, they gas her up. And the thing about it, people, you know, in, in this life, you can't let people gas you up. Like you got to be able to separate the difference between people who have confidence in you and faith in you and people who just trying to gas you up just to blow you up. Okay, they'll gas you up like a balloon. Shh. Then they're gonna just take a needle. They wanna take that needle just to see you go. Pop. All right, that's what they did with Amy on here, and I can't believe she did that. And, and see, but if Brother Tyreek was was still alive, guess what? That would not have happened on his watch. He would have said, "Amy, listen, I seen you run. No. No." You're not running when you're out there running the track. She said she can run a mile in. You know what? I don't remember how fast she said she could run that mile, but I don't care. If she says she said she could run the mile in two minutes. You are not out running an arrow. But she didn't have to outrun the arrow because guess what? As soon as she opened the door, she ran and they had one of those on. What's the things, man? It's a, it's a wire. 
it's a strong wire and then bam, it got her. You know, I'm like, oh my goodness. But but two of her brothers, they gassed up. It's like, yeah, she can go. That's what I'm like. And see, that's another thing, you know, in this situation, like, if you're Aaron or if you're Tyreek or whatever, you know, you here's what you do. You ask, you know, especially if the person you're dating comes from a wealthy family. You know, and, and here's the thing. It's okay to ask somebody if they come from a wealthy family and stuff. Because you're not, you say, hey, I'm not asking because I want part of your inheritance. I don't care about that. Because all, all that's going to happen is your sibling's going to try to come from my throat. You know, you say that because you ask that question so that way, hey, man, do you have siblings that's willing to do anything like harm your folks to get that? You know? Because you could tell them, hey, because I saw this movie called You're Next. And I don't want to be next. I don't want to be now. I don't want to be back then. Before. Okay? But, yeah, man. It, it was it was a lot of stuff going on, man. You know, um, one of the wives, um, Kelly, you know, you're in the house. It got to the point where she couldn't deal with it all. You know, she noticed that somebody else had climbed through the window to get the mom. So first thing she does is she panics, and I understand the panic. That's a big house. Instead of just running around in the house, maybe running in the place, doing some push-ups or something, going to go hug her spouse, she takes off and she runs outside the house, runs to the neighbor's house who's about a mile and a half away. She runs out screaming for help. So you run out screaming for help in an area where you need the help. She, so that's equivalent to, so does, she pretty much runs out and she leaves friendly territory to go run in the middle all over enemy territory where it's red, nothing but red in that area and yelling for help. I get it. The help is not the best help inside, but your best vantage point is to be inside because you gave the killers an advantage they easy kill you know and that that was unfortunate man that's why i'm like man she did not have to go out like that you know but it, it was just sad to see that the siblings despite their differences and stuff it's like when you know what i'm saying it's like you know it, it makes you know it's one of those things that i wish I mean, I'm not saying we need a prequel, but I wish we could have knew, like, what was the root of this? Like, why go after your folks like that? You know, why couldn't you just ask your folks for money? You know, but not saying they should have given it to them. But, I mean, it, it's one of those things where, you know, um, you would think like in adverse situations that those siblings would have came together. You know, normally, you know, you will hope that you bank on adverse situations to bring your family together, make it stronger. Iron sharpens iron, but iron can't sharpen iron if you got rubber in the mix, you know, got plastic. So it's obvious that they wasn't iron, you know, but yeah, that is it's a sad movie when you look at it that way. But um, Aaron, you know, she was an incredible hero. Like she's the one like 
she represents the audience in that movie. She made a lot of smart decisions. And the thing about it is you find out that her character, she was raised on a survivalist camp. But here's the thing. Let me tell you something. She didn't even have to show her full um, survivalist skills on this. Because what she did was like, let's rank it on levels 1 to 10. She only, to me, seriously, she only needed to use about a fourth of her survivalist skills. Cause mo and a lot of that is common sense. And she, that's what she did. And she took necessary steps to defend the house. And that wasn't even her house. But she wasn't. It's like this. I'm not going out like this. You know. And I love that. That lady there had a lot of, has a lot of fight in her. So I love that. That's what I love about the movie. And see that's the thing man. In horror movies. You know. When you. Of course, you're going to pay attention to the imperfections, but a lot of times in horror movies, you, you, you see who the true heroes are in the horror movies, you know. You know, heroes, they, they, they conquer that, the imperfections of the plot and all that, you know. And seeing what I... So, that's why I give this movie here, scale to 1 to 10. I give it a 7. It's entertaining to watch. You know what I'm saying? It's very entertaining to watch. And like I say, it, this movie here, it gets the assignment right. You know, and that's what I love about horror movies. You know, a lot of people see a lot of you know what's crazy. You know, um, you know, a lot of you know you see a lot of people on social media and also in the public eye. They say you know we need more female characters for our little girls, our daughters to look up to. But I'm gonna tell you something, man. Um, my three decades living in this earth, man, and um. I've always seen movies where they were female superheroes, where they were heroic. And, you know, a lot of them, it comes from horror movies. You know, horror movies, they get talked down by a lot of people. Like, oh, this imperfect. That's not good acting. Blah, blah. But here's what, what you can find in most horror movies. Oh, yeah. Um, you're going to find you're going to find a hero, a female hero in there. And it doesn't and it's not forced. And that's what's so cool about it. That's what's so smooth about it. It's not forced, you know. Um, think about it. Ripley in the Aliens franchise. Well, that's sci-fi. Okay. And in the Friday the 13th movies, out of the outside of the ones where Tommy Shepard is the star, it's female. And, you know, and, and, and he has a, female, a strong female helping him in those movies. Um, the Halloween franchise. You have Laurie Strode, Jamie Lloyd, you know. Um, even Halloween Resurrection, the young lady, she was a star. Um, Nightmare on Am Street, you know. Nancy, Kristen, Alice, all right. Lisa Zane's character on Freddy's Dead, you know. So it's, you know, in most horror movies, in horror movies, you have that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know. So that, hence the word Scream Queen, right? But Aaron, yeah, she goes down on it. Oh, oh yeah, Alice in Resident Evil. It's one of my favorites. But um, your next, I like your next. It's it's a good film, and and the thing about it, movies like this, they're very they're more entertaining to watch when you're watching it amongst friends and stuff. You know, when it's just our, you know, at least two to three people watching, it's very very entertaining. I can't wait till my kids get older. I'm gonna put this on, and I'm gonna get. I can't wait to hear their commentary on it. Kids have the most wonderful, the best commentary. But my, but at my kids' age right now, I wouldn't dare show them this movie. But when they get older, much older, okay. But anyways, we're gonna close it, close down this um, um, horror review for your next. 
check it out. Um, right now it's free on Hulu and HBO Max. So check it out. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Student Game Podcast. Peace out.